I'm going to sum up this talk and mention an overview of the alien agenda. The alien agenda is completely decimate the planet to take the remaining human subjects as slaves and the aliens would use this planet for their own means. Number one, this cannot be allowed to happen. Listen, living, listening to Synchronon. Sick and Ron. Yes, you listen to Synchronon. The Sick and Ron, the world source for antisocial commentary. God, what a bunch of scumbags. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Ron, the world source for antisocial commentary. I'm your host, E. Simon. And I'm your other host, Harrison. Harrison, I, I feel... Mm. We should let the cat out of the bag. Mm. No, literally, let my cat out of that bag. He was fucking with me earlier. Stop kicking him in the bag. No, uh, what I'm talking about is Mm. we've kind of alluded that we might be doing a live show at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival, Mm. um, but then we never actually gave you any real confirmation on it Mm. because we didn't have any real confirmation. True. Yeah, they never really told us up until two weeks ago, we have now officially been... Uh, given a space mm-hmm. to perform one night only at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. Yeah. So Aug- we're, we're doing it. August 14th. August 14th. Mm-hmm. August 14th at uh, what time? I, I forget. I forget. It's sometime seven, at night, like six o'clock or seven o'clock. Or seven o'clock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have one hour. Yeah. Only 60 people can yeah. go because it's a 60 person theater. Live call-ins. Oh yeah. We'll have, uh, we'll yeah. have live callers and yeah. audience interaction yeah. and the venue. I can't think of a more perfect venue. Yeah. This place is so good. It's called the Banshee Labyrinth. Yeah. And it is, it's fucking cool. Mm -hmm. Like I was, you know, there are a lot of different venues. I kind of was expecting Mm. us to get like the back of some shitty pub. (laughs) But then when I saw this, I was like, dude, we have to do this. Yeah. So we're doing it. It's the venues. It's kind of like if the guy from Alien Sex Fiend had a sex dungeon in his basement. It's kind of like that. Yeah. No, this is, yeah, this is like Harrison's dream Mm. dungeon here. But yeah, so we're going to be doing it. We're going to be there. We're going to get there from like, I think, for a few days, probably the 13th. Mm. We'll be there till like the 15th or 16th. Uh, we'll be performing on the 14th. And then afterwards, we'll be hanging out with the group. Mm-hmm. Uh, getting drunk, I imagine. Oh, yeah. You know, hanging bars out. Bars are open until 6 a.m.? Yeah, bars are open until 6 a.m., which is insane. Even during the week? Yeah. God, uh, this is going to be... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I'm going to survive this one. It's going to be a rough one. Well, dude, the Scottish mm. people... Yeah. Like, yeah, they, they party with reckless abandon. They do. They do. They have. They don't care about their own, like physicality. They yeah. don't care about. And if like, you try to eat during the drinking binge, they get mad at you. Yeah. And they're like eating is cheating. Or whatever, I've, I've know, never. I've thing. never drank as much. They mm. drank so much last time. Mm. We had to sneak away. We had to do an Irish exit. Mm. You know, a yeah. Jewish exit. Jewish exit. It's like you sneak out and you're complaining the whole time. Okay. About how hungover you're going to be the, the next fuck day. Is an Irish exit. Have you ever heard the term Irish exit? Yeah. And you don't tell anyone you're leaving. You just leave. Irish people do that? I, I, I suppose because they're drunk all the time. A lot uh, of drunk people yeah. when you're drinking. You, you never had any friends that do that at a bar where you go, to, you go out to, uh, yeah. you know, with a couple friends and all of a sudden you're like, where's Pat? And then it's uh, like, I don't know. And then yeah, he, I guess so. he's I, completely like, you know, radio silence. You're texting him. It's like, I have a lot, you know, I have a few friends that just pull an Irish accent. Instead of like coming back and being like, hey guys, I'm taking off. They just yeah. split. I've never known that to be an indicative trait of the Irish. I, you know, I think it's it just sounds like antiquated. You know what I mean? Oh, it's an older term. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think yeah. It's, I don't know when it's from. Probably sixties or seventies. Mm. But I think Irish dudes mm. are too wasted that they just say, "Fuck it, I'm not going back in. I'm stumbling uh. home." 
Um, but yeah, that like, guy walks like a Dutchman. A Jewish exit mm. would be doing that, not saying goodbye, and then complaining yeah. the whole way home about how hungover you're going to be the next day, yeah. which is what happened to uh, me mm. when I was in Glasgow. And I was so drunk mm. and so hungover, I missed my flight to London. Mm. So I had to pay an extra 200 bucks. It, the whole thing was a nightmare. So I don't know what's going to happen in Edinburgh, but it's going to be off the what? Off the heze? Is that what the kids say these days? They don't say that. Off the hook? I don't know. They don't say that either. Lit. It's going to be lit. The, uh, well, two years ago. They two said years that. ago. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, what, yeah. what are the uh, what? What does XX Tentation <laughs> say now? Well, nothing because he's dead. But he did, what he would did. he have said? Um, I don't know, but he did. He did put a song out called "Sad!" Exclamation point. He was a sad man. That so, guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. I didn't know you were such a big fan. Oh, I love him. God. I'd never. I'd never listened before. I never bothered. I just thought it was like trap. Um, and. I listen to it and I'm like, oh my God, he's, that's what I think. I think he's Generation Z's God Brian awful. Eno. <laughs> versatility <laughs> is off the charts, you know? But anyway, mm. we're going to probably put out mm. uh, like some kind of uh, list or something mm. you could reserve a spot mm. because they're only, they're only 60, it's a 60 right. person theater, but they yeah. might have like yeah. some standing room. Yeah. All right. Well, so we're probably going to talk about that. it again at the end of the show. More details will yeah. come in, posts mm. are to come. Mm. Uh, people, you do want to check it out. It's going to be one night only. Mm. Moving on, yes. moving on here, because we run a tight show. We have, we're a tight show with time constraints. Um, next topic that we want to get to is uh, I want to find out from Harrison how his trip was last week to the uh, Dulce base. Fucking horrible. Yeah, I know. I heard you mm. had like kind of a spiritual meltdown. I had a spiritual collapse, utter spiritual collapse. So what happened here? Did you get a probe by some aliens? I or- didn't. No, that would have been great. That would have been fine. Probed by some hobos that said they were aliens? <laughs> That's far more likely. That's far more likely. Or like, whenever people describe a Bigfoot, it's always like, dude, that just you smell the homeless guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's like a, a hairy homeless, homeless man. Yeah. Um, no, it was... Uh, we'll get into what the Dulce base is, I guess, after... Well, explain yeah. what you went to. Because last week... Yeah. Uh, I had a wackily sub the show and I was usually every time you miss a show I come up with some ridiculous reason why you're not there yeah, 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 and yeah. then I was like I can't even think of a more yeah. ridiculous reason than what you're actually doing and yeah you went to fucking yeah. New Mexico yeah. to like an alien con- conference yeah and and the people at this thing they were like they were like oh alien con that's way too commercial we don't do that <laughs> it's weird when I go into a I go into a fucking hotel ballroom and I am the sanest, most attractive person there. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> I'm so glad I didn't go. Like with you shit on is this. like it's <laughs> fucking real, man. Well, I contemplated going with you for yeah. a little bit, and then I was like, I don't know if I I googled like images or something from yeah. uh, the last conference they yeah. had there, and I was like, yeah, I don't think I would deal with this. It's it's um, uh, I mean, it's also on a poverty stricken um, Apache reservation, so. People are nice. There was a music festival of um, Native American death metal bands. Wow. Shout out to Assassinate. That might be kind of cool. Shout out to Assassinate a King and Decapitate a New Day or something like that. Um, but it was, there's so not many people in the town. So there was like an audience of like, the, the wild dogs outnumbered the people in the crowd. How many people were like at this There were like 10 people in the crowd. Um, maybe like 30, 40 people or something. Wow, so it's yeah. just 40 people. And yeah. So what's funny is this is like a stark contrast to the con we went to two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. The alien con that was like all Hollywood and it's and got you know, ancient aliens, sponsors it. You know, there were tons of hot girls at that. 
And it's in the yeah, and it's in the um. Somebody said we should try doing Facebook Live instead of YouTube. I mean, we'll try that next time. Jesus Christ, dude. Yeah, yeah. One live stream, yeah, yeah. and that's... God. <laughs> but, Facebook uh, Live. Yeah, no, but it's also in the middle of nowhere. Like, no phone reception at all. So you're just... So, okay, you're on an Indi- uh, Native mm. American reservation. Yeah, yeah. Apache reservation yeah. at a casino? Uh, the, the conference is at a casino. We were staying in, like, this woman's cabin. This, this uh, Native American woman's <laughs> is cabin. Is that Airbnb? Um, no, I just saw the her number on the website and called her and and know, so she just like rented a cabin. rents out these cabins yeah, to the yeah, attendees like a, yeah and so there's like 40 people who was mm. speaking at this thing um there were just there's this one guy who calls himself the, the alien hunter daryl something and the first day he was moderating it it's basically like an na meeting and people just go up and tell their stories only instead of talking about heroin they're talking about chupacabras but are they are they saying they've actually had an encounter oh, yes. with a chupacabra? Yeah, yeah. Were people were yeah. these ab- abductees? Some of them were. Some of them were talking about meeting Bigfoots, and apparently, big not only does Bigfoot smell bad, but he's also telepathic, like Gorilla <laughs> Garad. Like you'll hear him, you'll hear his thoughts in your mind or something. So okay, you you try to take these people at face value. Yeah. And, uh, just because you're like, you know, I want to, I want to open my mind. I, I was going to film some of them say. once I got there. I, did, I'm like, I'm not. That, that's kind of what I was. I'm getting at. It's like as depressing. soon as you started listening to me, you're like Jesus Christ, what is wrong with you? Too depressing. <laughs> like, How was, old are they? Um, most of the people were older. Like, what's over the demographic? 60, like over, over 60. 60, most of them. Yeah. So these are just lonely people, yeah. probably on like a lot of pharmaceuticals. Yeah. You know, and then, uh, yeah, they think they saw, saw But then, uh, like, the Native Americans in town are like, oh, yeah, we see uh, UFOs. Well, we see the shit in the sky all the time, you know? But then the, but then at the same time, they're like, oh, and you just backed up into our sacred burial ground. I'm like, this is, is it, this is a picnic table. Everything is sacred. I, oh, yeah, I thought you, all their you land. said, well, you're there long enough, you fuck something up. Do you ever see sacred. poltergeist? That's what happens when you build on top of a burial ground. Yeah. It's not gonna. End, it's not gonna end well. For Everything you. is a burial ground. So what? What made you like have a spiritual collapse? Like, I, what I honestly can't explain it because I got there and I think I might have. Maybe I like ran over a shaman and I blocked it out hmm. and he cursed me. But he's, maybe he's like a shitty shaman. Would so you he's hit like, him with your car? Yeah, he might be a shitty. So he's like, I curse you, this really depressed guy. I'm gonna make him a little more depressed, you know, and that's the curse or something. <laughs> but it was like it was just. Something about the delirium of being there, and it was just so depressing. And something about New Mexico, I'd never been there before, it kind of sucked the life out of me. Even after I've we went there, there, we went to Taos, that sucked. And it was like we took the train back, which How is how many like, hours was that? It's like a 21 hour train ride through the For West. Love of God, why would you do that? I don't know. I, my friend talked me into it. Oh the cool thing God. is, you see the West, it's like Westworld. You see, yeah, you know, that'd be cool for 40 minutes. It's a little long. Maybe yeah. an hour. And it's like a dining car. The good thing about... But anyway, we're taking the train back. As soon as we got over the border into Arizona, I felt like a boot lifting off my neck. It's like there's just a weight yeah, lifting yeah. off your shoulder. And I was fine. God, I wonder what Something it is. Something about it's New weird. Mexico. Well, my did, twin sister yeah. said she had the same thing when she was there. Yeah, that's the th- I, th- I, yeah. Think it's pro- I think it's genetic. But let me tell you something funny about the, the train is that most of the people on there are like people who are either afraid to fly or can't fly because they're on the new fly list oh so, that's why they're riding so the it's train it's like murder on the orient express if everyone was 
completely insane and I'm meth. You know, I've basically. always I've always said that that's yeah. the best way to transport drugs. I mean, you can bring a whole suitcase full oh, yeah. of heroin, and oh, no one's going to look through your case. Yeah. You can bring weapons. You can bring yeah. Whatever. I mean, it's like it's the best yeah. way to travel cross country. It's fantastic. Same with the Greyhound. Yeah. I mean, Greyhound would take longer than a train. Yeah. So mm. you know, it, this one sounds like. I guess this sounds a lot more serious than that alien convention we went to. So yeah. we, real quick, we went to this alien convention in Pasadena. We got press passes, if you believe it or not. I mean, <laughs> I, I thought it was going to be a little more difficult to get a press pass to this thing. Because it's like, I don't know, 60 or 70 bucks a ticket. And they're just like, you know, I wrote to them like, oh, yeah, we do a podcast. It's a very serious news podcast. And we interview serious, you know, scientists. They're like, fine, just. Whatever. It's all just a commercial for ancient aliens anyway. So yeah, that's the whole thing. And yeah. so David Duchovny was there. The guy, John Sukalos or whatever. Giorgio. I, Giorgio, is that his Giorgio, name? Yes, I think you have some kind of weird like jealousy thing with him. A little bit. Like a rivalry. Yeah, a little bit. Why? Um, what is it about him that just rubs you the wrong way? He has more hair than I do. Oh, so it's just about his hair. Mostly, his head of hair. Mostly, yeah. Well, he's fucking Greek. Mm. That's how they are. They have like good genes. They do. Yeah. They have good genes. Mm. Um, but yeah, so anyway, we went there. You know we... how many people over the age of 60 live on the Yikarilla Apache Reservation? It's 3% of the people that live there are over 60. So it's what? like They young die people? young. Oh, everybody there dies yeah, young. Yeah, oh, Okay, I was, I was about to say, were they like young people or something? No, they just die um, but yeah, so anyway, we're at this convention in Pasadena. It was cool. We interviewed a few people. We put up a funny video it's on great YouTube. Video. Yeah, it, that actually, that video I was quite impressed with. Good editing, good use of uh, the songs you're using. It was, good, it was a good video. But we also, you know, we interviewed some wacky people. Mm -hmm. Whereas I was expecting something, you know, kind of along the same lines at the Dulce, but even wackier people. But you, but you like, didn't even interview anyone because it was just too depressing. It was, yeah, it wasn't that kind of scene, you know what I mean? Did you go to any uh, talks? Because I think that's what, I, what we should get into here is yeah. why was it at Dulce Base and what is Dulce Base? I okay. didn't know what it was. I, fucking, I didn't mm. even know what it was. The so last week I was calling it Dolce, yeah, which is yeah. like a flavor of gelato. Uh, like it's yeah. Dulce, Dulce Base. It's kind of like Area 51. The difference being that Area 51 actually fucking exists. You know what I mean? Well, people seem to believe Dulce exists. They, but no one's ever been in it. Yeah, no one's ever been in it. Yeah. Well, it, so it's like a what? A, it's like an underground, a subterranean base in a mountain. Uh, yes, supposedly. Um, I have a hold on. I have a bunch. Do you of, have a picture uh, of it? I so have a bunch of notes here. In the seventies, there was like a wave mm. of cattle mutilations occurring in New Mexico. Yeah. And so people were obviously concerned. And this is where the myth of uh, Dulce came to came to play. So there, you know, a lot of uh, like businessmen and uh, different people start going to and uh, and and state troopers to investigate these mutilations, and they concluded that they were not caused by anything natural. Right. And so, I guess this they say the base started in the thirties. Um, yeah, it started in the thirties, and. I want to show you something interesting that I learned. This is, I, I learned this on the train. It's probably the most valuable. So I have all these notes, right, that I made. I did a lot of research on Dulce. I read like three fucking books, right? Um, I, uh, while I was on the train, I figured out I understand trap music now. <laughs> what does that have to do with Dulce? Well, I'll show you what it has to do with Dulce. It inspired it's, you to yeah, learn yeah, more about it's Dulce? Yeah, like, yeah, because it's, like it's, it's the most access, it's accessible, 
form of expression, like say punk rock. You know, you could teach any idiot how to play a bass in two weeks. Well, you could teach you any idiot to make a trap beat too. That's what I'm and saying. And mumble over That's it. That's what I'm saying. Because yeah. you know that how doesn't like, make it good. Remember, you remember, I don't say it's good. I'm just saying I understand it now. Because yeah. like, like if you have like here, here's some of my like highlighted notes, right, from this thing. Okay, let's check this out. Which genetic dead end is this? Ruling class of aliens are reptilian. The beat or these are called the trigger. Other beats are reptilian. Greek root. Anthem around. They were an ancient race of earth. Living underground. Living underground. Woo! Yeah, that works. Reptors, rap, you consider them these turns to phrase work and a growth of the trigger. Woo! Woo! In 1954, as in how it entered into the Britain. With the so-called great extraterrestrials from the fourth planet, star system, made a reptilian, say <laughs> reptilian, which basically made the agreement that the aliens involved could take a few cows and test their implanted techniques on a few human beings. You know what this is? Yeah. This is like, uh, have you ever listened to MC Chris? You know who MC Chris is? Uh, yeah, I remember him. It's like nerd rap. This yeah. is like nerd trap. Yeah. You just gotta do woo every now and then. Yeah, you're, you're doing Since nerd I was trap. Senior security technician at that base. So I had to communicate with that on a daily basis. Instead yeah. of mumbling yeah. about Xanax and yeah. hoes, you mumble Woo. about reptilians. Yeah, there you go. There you go. That's I nerd know. trap. A new go. genre just invented just on invented Sick it. and Wrong by yeah. Harrison. See, who said the train is a bad idea? <laughs> um, yeah, but that, that's the thing with trap. It's accessible because any retard with a computer, any rotundo with a computer can make a beat and then you just mumble either about yeah. hookers or reptilians. Because the difference is like, you know, like you see the straight out of Compton movie, right? Oh yeah! Remember the scene where it's like Easy E is like trying to say "rolling in my six four and he like he can't at first. Yeah, he can't. He couldn't get it down. He it's also is really it's, bashful. It's, it's, it's a skill. It's a, it's a, it's it is a skill. Where it's like literally anybody could do that. And what I just did. Oh you yeah, know? anybody. Yeah. You could just mumble through yeah. whatever you want. Yeah. yeah so. There's no linguistic ability. Like you listen to Eminem. Mm. That's a skill. Mm. Not anyone can rap like that. But I'm saying it's an accessible thing. But it's like I don't listen to that. I don't listen to punk rock either anymore it bores me so it's like i think it, it depends mm. it depends on the punk anyway not to get off on a, on but a anyway, trap tangent but but you were saying yeah, yeah. though most of the native mm. americans that live yeah. in that area yeah have talked about under, underground life forms oh, yes. that are spotted near those communities they're talking about bigfoots reptiles <laughs> gray aliens so yeah. obviously this mythos started about it is there any truth to it is my question um no you I think mean, the whole thing is just a fabrication by some deluded, crazy person? Yeah, because there was a guy, and one of the people who spoke at this thing is this guy, Greg, Greg Bishop, did a book called Project Beta. Most of the information about the Dulce base, and Dulce is basically it's supposed to be like Area 51, but nobody knows what goes on in Area 51, but at least Area 51, it's a place you can be like, oh yeah, there's Area 51. This is just a mountain that they claim there's an underground base within it. Even though there's and, no, and there's an underground railroad that goes to it. Well, don't those, uh, the railroad connects uh, Area 51 to Dulce yeah. and then to like Los Alamos, there's a research center. Because these were tunnels dug long ago by the reptilians. But no one's ever been down there. No there's no been. photographic evidence. No. Why would you believe any of these people then? I guess it's kind of fun because it's like um, gray aliens work together with humans and reptilians on different projects. 
And the reptilians are like in charge. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. the what are they called? Dracos? Dracos. Dracos yeah. or whatever. It's kind of like it's kind of like the office, you know? There's like <laughs> like it's it's fun. But I mean the thing is most of this stuff comes from this guy Paul Benowitz was this electronics um uh, engineer and uh most of the information fed to him was fed to him by the Air Force in a disinformation campaign because we were testing things like stealth bombers in the late 70s, early 80s. And we didn't want the Soviets to know exactly what we were doing. So if you mm -hmm. have like real sightings mixed in with fake UFO sightings and all sorts of nonsense. Well, it's going to confuse them. Yeah. What's, what's real at that what's point? What's real and what isn't. So it was... It was it's the, almost all fake news now. The disclosure of the, is the cover-up and the cover-up is the disclosure. <laughs> right? So I was reading about, uh, you sent me some, some uh, information about, yeah. uh, about Dulce. And I find it really funny how there's like this, like the reptilians, the Dracos here, mm. are like the ruling caste of aliens. Yes. And then there's the greys are kind of mm. like the, I don't know, the worker drones. Mm. And uh, humans aren't even allowed to really fraternize with the aliens, except if they're working on a particular project. Yeah. But outside of the, you're not allowed to like, you know, go out for a beer with a reptilian. Well, well here's what's, really interesting is that this all that most of this information comes from an interview with a guy that no one's ever met called thomas castello who worked as like kind a, of like the it guy there. yeah yeah he worked he was the senior security officer right and um since i was a senior security technician at that base i had to communicate with them on a daily basis if there were any problems that involved security or video cameras i was the one they called <laughs> so he was kind of like you in a way you know well, like well he, sort of. That's kind yeah. of what I do at work. Um, and here's the hilarious thing: to do this, you have because most people think. Let me see. Let me see, see, switch to this. Here we go. Um, no, three. Nope, that's the wrong thing. Um, but does this does this guy still is he still alive? Does that, no one's met him? Um, yeah, no one's met him. But yet he's done all like sundry interviews oh, yeah. about this Dulce base. Yeah. Claiming to work, yeah. for, you know, firsthand with these alien races. Yeah. So I'm um, up on the screen right now. I have um, an org chart that basically um, shows like um, what you, here we go. Yeah. So uh, if you go, if you look at it, it's like we have, there's different classifications, right? There's restricted, confidential, secret, and top secret. In reality, top secret is as high as it goes. Are these areas of Dulce? Um, or like, what is this uh, org chart for? Uh, this is the, supposedly the security clearance org chart. Oh, to get so into So Thomas Castello Dulce. has something called Ultra 7 um, security clearance, which oddly enough is like, 17 levels higher than the president <laughs> so if you work at this base right like you have a higher security like even the guy who runs a fucking cafeteria you know will have a, a security clearance that's 10 levels higher than the fucking president well because it goes like orbit triad cosmos astral stellar ultra it keeps going up Okay, so I was reading here about this. In 1954, mm -hmm. President Eisenhower entered into the Granada Treaty mm -hmm. with the Gray Extraterrestrials. And uh, I guess this agreement said that the aliens could take a few cows mm. and test their implanting techniques on just a few human beings. Yeah. So Eisenhower supposedly knew about this base. In exchange for the transistor. What was the transistor? The transistor is how we made computers eventually. 
Oh, chips. because we yeah. they, they got that. That's from, what we uh, got. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm we're sure like, that's... yeah, you could fucking abduct Jethro. We don't give a shit. You know, put one up his ass. Sure, we don't care. So did Eisenhower tour the base? I mean, uh, did uh, Nixon tour the base? Um, supposedly, some presidents have. I think Obama. They didn't let Obama do it because well, Obama, Obama might be a reptilian. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but supposedly, it depends on who you ask. Some people say that the the presidents don't even know about it. Some people say that every president has toured the base. Hmm. I heard uh, Hillary Clinton has a special cabin there (laughs) where she re-energizes. Yeah, she does. Goes back to the home planet. One of those Michael Jackson tents. So tell me about uh, Hmm. this. I guess there's like a lot of transsexual surgery that went on there. Yeah, so... In these labs. Yeah, so... um, uh, They do a lot of experiments and there's something called the, the Nightmare Hall. Right. Yeah. What What is that? Well, the the Castello said that um, what they said was this is a tri biotransfer facility with advanced technology doing advanced adventurous methodology for medical and mental gains, which is a fancy way of saying they do really risky things with human life just to see what would happen. <laughs> okay. So it's like they make like alien human hybrids. Um, they create new life forms. They'll create like these like monstrosities that live for like three days, you know, just because they're, they're trying to do all sorts of shit. Okay, well, what I don't understand is why... They is- call it the vivarium, a secured facility for tending bioforms of all types. And it's where they experiment on abductees. They, they say there are tall men there. There are dwarf men. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, there are a lot of men that are similar to Bigfoot in appearance. So he says that the now common transsexual surgery on the surface world began at the Dulce base. Oh. Men became women on a whim, uh, and the brainwashing resulted in the eager desire to become a woman, that the poor man, air quotes, uh, whether a willing or unwilling participant, firmly believes he always wanted to be a woman. No one could convince him to believe the truth. All things are twisted at Dulce. So wait, what, what about these reptilians and the greys? What sex are they? Um, well, uh, greys are parthenogenic. Which is like lizards, where yeah, they, yeah, they just they're, can clone. They're just clones of each other. Um, hmm. Whereas, um, what about the reptoids? The reptoids, I'm not really sure how they, how they. Uh, they have big reptilian dongs. <laughs> I think they do actually. <laughs> well, they say but, that. Yeah, but it says like there's bigfoot type aliens. The dwarves you mentioned a second ago. Yeah, the, um, the tall, the tall ones. Because a lot of these creatures are from the inside of the earth, right? <laughs> like not necessarily from another planet, but from you know. Uh, supposedly the the, the reptilians are fr- living underground and have been for thousands of years. Oh, wait, so the reptilians weren't aliens? There's supposedly no reptilian they're planet? originally from the Draco constellation, but they claim to have gotten here before us. And these these things are like seven or eight feet tall and the strength of like 12 men. Yeah, seven or eight feet tall. Yeah. So the Thomas Castello, and this is the, the, the best part about this, um, he's like, says there's a worker cast of reptilians that are, of course, brown or green or something that do all the work at the base they mop the floors they clean the, the cages they feed the the people in the cages you know they they do all sorts of shit um they do the computer lab all sorts of shit like that i guess the white reptilians are the leaders you know yeah which... they're the the white draconian bosses yeah yeah so, and so uh, that's there's another... a lot of racism implicit racism inherent in ufo nonsense but but that's what i'm saying this also tends to detract mm. from the authenticity of this mm. account because it's like oh okay so once again whites are 
racially superior to everyone else? How come it always ends up being that way? How come the how come they're not all dark green or how come they're not purple people are superior? Because Western civilization is is based around that. Yeah, well, that that's idea. why that that makes me be like, okay, well, obviously, yeah. it's this, it's a you know someone who grew yeah, up. Yeah, well, I mean, the, why are the, the Nordic the, aliens who are basically just like Alexander Skarsgård? You know, yeah. uh, why are they the the best ones? You know, well, yeah, because, exactly. That's yeah. what that's what I'm saying. It's like it's always white that, nerds that makes me this. less likely to believe. Well, there's been many other reasons why I wouldn't believe it, but that makes me even less likely to believe it. By the it. way, just to address people on the live stream, we are in the same room. I just have two cameras set up in a split screen. People are like, I always thought they were in the same room. We are in the same fucking room, guys. And you confuse people yeah. with a split screen. Yeah. Yeah. But whatever, you know, it's easier than have to switch back. Hip switch back. We don't have an intern over here. Anyway, so he, he talks about Thomas Costello. I had to argue with one large draconian boss frequently. His name is difficult to verbalize. Karshfrasht. Um, I usually called him Karsh, and he hated it. The draconian leaders are very formal when talking to the human race. These ancient beings consider us a lower race. Karsh called me Leader Castello, but it was used in a sarcastical way. The worker caste is friendly enough as long as you, you, you allow them to speak first. Oh, you can't just address them? Yeah. And there is no fraternizing with the aliens yeah. off hours. It's forbidden to speak to them without a clear business-oriented reason. <laughs> humans could talk yeah. to humans. Yeah. Aliens can speak to aliens. Because there else would be like, like at your office, they'd be like, Karsh would be like, D, have you checked out Santa Clarita Diet yet? Have you watched it yet? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to eat your face off if you don't. It's that kind of situation. Yeah, but and then yeah. we'd only speak in the office. As mm. soon as we leave, it's like that's it. Every office you know, has got a. Crush, I know who those people are. You know, every single one. But but that's the thing. It's like there's no photographic mm. evidence. There's no pictures. There's no recordings. There's nothing. That's why I understand all these people who attended this conference. Why would you believe that? Uh, funny thing, there are some pictures. Oh. Um, and yeah, uh, what are they drawings? Like the time traveler. Uh, well, here's a picture of a UFO. You can't see them, but the people at the kids at home can see them um and it's basically just like a blurry line on a photo of course yeah, yeah. much okay. like that when we interviewed that time traveler on the show it's like yeah. okay it looks like you had like a you know like a, you took a screenshot of a video game <laughs> yeah like akira you know yeah. like he took a yeah um so that's for, supposedly paul benowitz took that near the mountain um then there's these photos of um aliens in bags essentially um, aliens in bags. They're like in like cloning tubes, kind of. You'll see it in a second. Um, see that? Hmm. Yeah. Right. So that, that's uh, you know with like some of the creatures well, they have there. It looks like a Geiger painting. But or here's something, the, here's the know? funny thing about this, which somebody disproved. They're at, it's actually from the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, The Sixth Day. Oh. Um, yeah. Because look at that. That's from the movie. Wait, that's from the movie The Sixth Day. Yeah. Yeah. I've never seen um, that one. What year did that come out? It's it's in 2000. I don't think anyone saw it. I haven't even heard of it. Yeah, yeah. There's like, um, yeah, see, so you could. I thought I've seen every Schwarzenegger movie. Somebody except just, for the one with that zombie girl. I haven't seen that one either. Yeah, it looked terrible. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't even know this was a movie. But see, look, that's from the movie. Yeah. That's what the photos are from. That's, that's so there why are it's no like, real photos. I have a, it's, it's, a, it's difficult not to be skeptical yeah. when you're at this thing. And you mm -hmm. talk to these people and you hear them like going, on and on with these theories about aliens, yet no tangible proof, no evidence. How it, come someone hasn't broken into the Dulce base? How, how come someone's, can you go up to the mountain? Can you climb the mountain? 
you can you need a special vehicle to go up to the Archuleta Mesa um it, that's the name of the the mountain is there a like but a, there's no there's no 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 is there nothing. security there's nothing nothing there's nothing well then what the fuck they get there through an underground train d and they fly in and out of the mountain when no one's looking <laughs> all right but if the underground yeah. train must go somewhere there must be like some kind of entrance that, we should go to this mountain i i went to the fucking mountain did you climb it i didn't climb it you're not allowed to why what would the, who's gonna stop you the, the native reptile, american the reptilians? police I, like i had a I had a temporary badge to be there uh, because I was at the conference, but you, everything is sacred. So you're not allowed to like go into certain areas of the woods. This or sounds, else sounds like, like a, a I don't want to get cursed. I already got cursed. I it think. sounds like a native American scam to get more people to come to their casino. <laughs> we have Bigfoots here. Believe me, this casino was not <laughs> something that they're, you know what I mean? It was all people in the tribe at the casino and it was not a very good casino so in this uh costello mm. interview is one yeah. of my favorite questions could you shed some light on the type of humans the aliens are looking for when they abduct this oh, is this is great yeah i can tell you that the most common are petite women in their early 20s or early 30s dark haired boys between five to nine small to medium sized men in their mid 20s to mid 40s so i'm screwed I'm going to be, because yeah. I'm a small guy. Yeah. I'm not a big guy. I'm in my uh, like early to mid 40s. No, they prefer, they prefer small to average size men. Yeah. yeah. It's, I, I love how it's like petite women. Yeah. That's kind of weird. Why, why petite with, women? With pixie cuts. I'm not sure. <laughs> I, I'm not really, yeah. I guess uh, the young small women are very fertile mm -hmm. and the, uh, the men are used just for sperm. <laughs> they have, he's like, I have no idea why they prefer the smaller average size men. So you're fine. You're not going to get probed. And their atomic material is adaptable in the transfer chamber. Whatever the fuck that means. I'm going to get milked. Yeah, you're going to so get milked. That's going to happen to me. And they, he also asked they, uh, whoever's doing this interview, what do, what do aliens do with the cow blood and other parts? It looks like they, uh, that's like they're, they make it like cow blood milkshakes. And that's what they eat. Yeah. That's what they consume. Yeah, it's like their kombucha, you know? <laughs> It's, uh, <laughs> that's what it is. And it, it's like, he asked the interviewer as like female abductees report being ins inseminated by aliens. Are they trying to hybridize their species? Yes. They are breeding slave warriors for the upcoming war with the alien races. When, when's this upcoming war going um, on? Like how, how long in the future? I, I want to plan for it. Yeah. Save the date. Mm -hmm. Um, well, there was a war apparently called the Dulce Wars that happened in the base um, where there were actually a few of the reptilian janitorial crew because he found out about all the experiments they were doing on people and he was like, this isn't right. The reptilian janitorial crew let us know that they knew we were attempting to sabotage the work going on in the sixth and seventh levels. One of them with the name Shawl, who you may know now as Kristen Shawl. Oh, Kristen Shawl, okay, yeah. yeah. Um, secretly formed a small group of reptoids with the same mindset as my group. She kind of looks like some kind of alien though, doesn't she? She does. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, he approached, stooped down, he's about seven or eight feet tall, um, and quietly said, a few of us agreed that, a few of us agreed that you are singular in your interest in missing human reports. If true, walk away, I'll reach you. If it's untrue, destroy my life now. <laughs> <laughs> Foolish human, why have you not yet watched Santa Clarita Diet? D so wait, what, did they get into Dulce Wars here? Like, was yeah, there a war at the base? There was a war, yeah. Basically, um, 
uh, like a rebel group, right? Yeah, a lot of the scientists were getting sick because of what the aliens were doing. Some of our, the military guards who were prohibited from entering the area and carrying any kind of weapons uh, burst in to protect the scientists. The aliens reacted by basically turning their weapons on the security guards, killing them. They're uh, And everybody got killed. The aliens, the scientists. So, so okay, so these scientists, mm. I'm thinking there would be some kind of record of their life. <laughs> like did any, does anyone know where they're buried? I like, I like your, uh, I like your optimism there. The, the one thing useful information that you will come away with this is uh, at one point he goes into because he was involved in the Dulce Wars brief briefly, um, and the Cola Wars. I'm pretty sure he was involved the in Cola that Wars. too. Yeah, but uh, he, we know how to deal with reptilians and greys. So the, here are some tips on dealing with reptilians and greys. Okay. Um, uh, reptilians they are fearsome to meet face to face and their voices are harsh and whispery with heavy sss. so kind of like Giuliani uh, but most <laughs> of them a lot? most of them understand English wear something with a reptile in sight so like wear like a like a t-shirt with like the Geico gecko on it or oh something. so wear something yeah. with a lizard what or if like you're a wearing Jurassic Park shirt or something what if you're wearing like an alligator skin belt they won't like that. Yeah. <laughs> so no alligator skin boots. Yeah, probably right. not. No, no, that will really turn. What about them a off. Cobra Kai T-shirt? Sure, that probably like would that. impress them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, if you see one, keep your hands open, palm forward, uh, arms down. Okay, mm. so your hands open, palm forward. Uh, that is the non-aggression approach. Don't raise your arms unless told to. Don't carry anything in your hands or arms. If he doesn't run, walk slowly towards him. Let him speak first. They consider humans repulsive and hostile <laughs> and threatening. Yeah, I got to say I agree with them. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. We are rather repulsive species. Yeah. Don't try to offer him anything. Don't touch him or anything of his. If he hisses at you, back up a couple of feet, but don't look away. It simply hmm. means he finds you smelly. All right? Uh, and these things are like menacing. I mean, they're huge. yeah. yeah. Don't try to overpower him. I don't know why anyone would try that. They're fucking eight feet tall. I don't know how you Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. They, and they're powerful. Um, he is stronger than 10 or 12 men. Usually, if he hasn't run so far, he is curious and wants to talk to you. Fight all thoughts of panic. Okay. <laughs> what about the greys? So the greys, they usually work for the Dracos because they, you know, they, they, they're they very weak. Like, they they clone themselves so that you can just, like, kill 27 of them and then... They'll just be, they'll make more in a day. But they're, they're susceptible to light. So they're very photosensitive. Bright light hurts their eyes. So like get out, you know, just flash, use your flash on them. They won't like it. Remember the guy with the samurai sword? He was fighting the greys, right? Yeah, he Didn't he say that they were kind of a, like a violent species? Yeah, they are. They're dicks. Yeah. They're, dicks. <laughs> they're dicks. But they're easy to kill, you know? Uh, that's the good They're thing. little but guys a, too, right? The problem is a ton of them. Yeah. So uh, camera flashes cause them to back up. Um, you could buy enough time to escape. Use commands or nonsensical words in the form of commands, and they will back up. Hmm. Okay. So you can like. Be I like, think all the cloning. Down. Yeah, all the cloning makes their brains a little wacky. You know, it's like when you when you copy a VHS tape enough times, it starts hmm. to degrade or something. So like, um, uh, their brain is more logical than ours, and they do not create fun. They do not understand poetry either. Oh, okay. So, so what like, if you start like 
you know, breaking out like a Keats poem or yeah, something. Yeah, or reciting or, like Jim Morrison's poetry. Yeah, Jim Morrison lyrics. They'll be like, yeah, you know what? We're we're good. But uh, but can you take me to your dealer? Or oh wait, you say that. Um, yeah. So uh, what really confuses them is saying things in Pig Latin. Wow, they hate pig that. Latin, yeah, yeah, they hate that. Shit. A lot of people. I kind of hate that too. Yeah, uh, we learned that in a hurry and used it against them in the Dulce Wars. Oh, so they were. I wonder, were they like the ones like the front lines of the Dulce? Orenderse. Wars? say like how? What, how did they use it against? Uh, it's it's kind of like uh, <laughs> you know, like how the Nazis spoke in code. Yeah, you know, they had the pig Latin code that just confused the gray aliens because they, they somehow ma- mastered like the, you know uh, light speed yeah. and travel like through the galaxy, but yet they can't comprehend pig Latin. Yeah, the only the only way to defeat Adolf Hitler was to say his name backwards. Um, <laughs> this kind of reminds me with the with those gray aliens. Is the thought experiment we've talked about here on the show is if you were in like a gymnasium being attacked by five year olds, mm. how many do you think you could take out? before just being um, overwhelmed. And there's no, like, cons- I have no conscience or consequence about this, And right? you just start fighting Doesn't like matter. a bunch of, like, zombie yeah. five-year-olds. I think you could do it. But how many? I mean, could you take 100 before you got too tight? That's oh, the thing oh, with these grays. Take, no, you could take over 10, you're fucked. Yeah, probably yeah. about like 10 to 20. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. So with these grays, you keep killing them, and they keep cloning themselves, and they're about what? Probably mm-hmm. have the strength of what? A well, six-year-old? they have the strength of like an asthmatic cancer kid. Yeah. So, I mean, they, yeah. you just like keep killing them, but they keep coming back. So eventually you're going to get too tired. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're going to probe you. They are going to probe blood. Well, the thing I don't understand is like, why do they need to take people's cattle and mutilate them? Well, and they, they have a base with like unlimited resources that they built with like you know super advanced equipment they can't breed a couple of cows inside the mountain they gotta go steal fucking rancher joe's goddamn cows yeah that's the one thing i didn't get either i mean it's 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 like they have all this space why yeah yeah, why not just breed their own cattle yeah but no instead it's like now we gotta go uh (laughs) take the sap of plants and uh steal your cattle yeah yeah um for their uh life-giving nutrients Mm. that's what they're doing yeah you know i don't know i I also wonder, like, what about all the other aliens? Or is this base in Dulce just for the reptilians and the greys no, and the are, other aliens? No, there are other ones there. Oh, there are other yeah, ones yeah, there. Yeah. There are the Bigfoot-type aliens there. The mantids are there. They're just, if you've seen a map of it, there's, like, um, there's like different different levels of it. So so that's the thing. It's difficult mm. for me to suspend my skepticism because yeah. immediately when I hear it, I want to be like, this is bullshit. However, I am very fascinated with it. Mm. I kind of want to... I kind of want to go there and bribe some uh, Native Americans. Be like, "Hey, give us a tour of the mountain," mm-hmm. and I want to try to get in. I want to try to find the. It's like Westworld. You know how like Westworld where they'll come out into uh, the park. Yeah, and so it's like through some doorway that's like a rock. Is it something like that? Like you move this rock open, and all of a sudden there's a an elevator. I want to go check it out. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, I'm surprised. Has there ever are there any documentaries on Dulce? Um. Are there any documentaries on Dulce? Did you know? There's, there's the only one is the one about um, the one called Mirror Men, which is about the the um, Air Force's shit they did to to that guy, um, to, hmm. to to Benowitz. Um, but that basically disproves everything, you know. Essentially, well, is what that does. So. I have to have to check that out. So, I guess all in all, would you go back to this uh, conference next year? Um, no. <laughs> I'm never I'm never going back to New Mexico in my life. By the way, I'm I have a picture of a map of the base and what it looks like. 
And um, oh, I is think this the level, map that shows it going yeah, level six genetic experiments. That's Nightmare Hall, and there's an underground shuttle to Los Alamos. Uh, alien housing, you're not allowed to go in that area. Um, mind control experiments is level four. I see we get you know. there. I see we go there and find it, find out for ourselves. Yeah. Will we come back? Who knows? But, this is why we need your Patreon money, people. But they have a bubble <laughs> go bobble. find the aliens. Bubble bobble and ice hockey in the in the rec room. And free Twizzlers. So, and they, I mean, that's they pretty love good. Space Invaders. Yeah, the yeah. old arcade console game Space yeah. Invaders. That's what they love. <laughs> yeah. I don't know yeah. why. Yeah. You think they would like uh, some of these newer uh, PlayStation games. But no, they're all into the classic. Uh-huh. The classic arcade games. Anyway, so you so uh, it's safe to say that you did not score with any alien women while you were there. No, no. Um, I broadcasted roast mutton to the wild dogs of Archuleta Mesa. You know, and that's about it. Uh, that's about it. Yeah, yeah. The, right. No, there was, and I went to I went to Taos afterwards. That's a terrible place. It's like where granola baby boomers go to never die, <laughs> and where you go to like oh like I you know what I really want a, a painting. Uh, you know, of a buffalo that looks like it just had sex with the sun. You know, like, I may I may be mistaken here, but uh, was that the setting of the film Biodome? It was might it be. in Taos. It might be because just outside of it, there is a Biodome area. A Pauly Shore classic. Yeah, yeah it is yeah. a classic. Yeah. It is a classic Biodome. <laughs> you go check it out, people. Mm. Anyway, uh, yeah, I think we might have to uh, investigate Dulce further. Yeah, the truth is out there. God, it's, it was such a fucking... And I, mi- I missed a lot of the lectures because they were very boring. <laughs> um, but but dear God, man, it was like... Some of those people were crazy. Like one of the guys, he's like, oh yeah, I was sheep dipped by the, C- the CIA. I used to work for the CIA. It's like that guy in that Tanya Harding movie. Oh yeah. You know, who's, that, they're just like, a lot of them are those people. Some of them are very nice people. Some of them are sane. But it's like the delusion becomes reality to them. Yeah. Yeah. When you start to believe the shadow yeah. people are real, it starts to become a problem. Yeah. So that's a, there's a turning point. Anyway, that. this was the last conference. They're not having, oh, they're not doing this. it anymore. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's a so, bummer. Yeah. Yeah. What are the native Americans? Doing? What about the woman who rents her cabins? What's she going to do? I don't know, but there just aren't enough places. Even well, though it wasn't that crowded, there went. weren't enough places to accommodate everybody. <laughs> Wow. Guys, what a dismal town. Anyway, people's episode 641 here is sick and wrong. We have stories coming up next, news stories coming up, and uh, we have phone calls after that. But first, here's a word about our Patreon page. Do you need more sick and wrong in your life? Do you need one more news story to make you feel normal? Are three phone calls barely enough to feed the raging beast of desire? Well, then it's time for you to get the help you need and become a Sick and Wrong patron. Sign up at patreon.com slash sickandwrong and you'll have access to exclusive Patreon-only content such as news stories, extra phone calls, and much, much more. Become a patron today and help us make a better Sick and Wrong for tomorrow. That's patreon.com slash sickandwrong. So the first story we have here came in from Brett. Brett writes, enjoy. Um, it's a good story, though. Brett's got a keen eye for good sick and wrong stories. Voodoo, NHS nurse convicted of human slavery after using witchcraft to force women to work as prostitutes. She's a hell of a pimp, hmm. this woman. Voodoo? Voodoo. Who do? Yep. You do? That's what she you does. You remind me of the babe. All right, sorry. Uh, to the patients she cared for at several hospitals across London, she was Nurse Josephine Iyamu. 
But to the women that she lured from Nigeria to work in servitude as prostitutes, she went by the name Madam Sandra. Ooh. Do you have a picture of Madam Sandra? Um, I'm pulling it up. The other one I had uh, was, yeah, Voodoo. Yeah, I'm, I'm Madam Sandra. I'm getting it. There she is. Yeah. Not, not the most formidable looking lady, but hey, no. you know, no. anyone could be, but you know, anyone can be a madam, I suppose. Uh, over a period of two years, uh, she arranged for five women to be trafficked from their native West Africa to work in Germany's legalized brothels. Each of her victims were shackled to Iyamu by individual debts up to 38,000 euros to be paid off by selling sex. So she was bringing these ladies in here, and uh, yeah, it's just forced servitude. Um, prior to beginning their journey, and it's a hazardous journey. I mean, they got to go through like, they got to be like, uh, go through like these like on a boat over uh, with and be you know smuggled into the into Europe. I mean, mm. it's definitely very sketchy. You gotta have like they're not coyotes, but they're like other people to do the same thing. Okay. But prior to beginning this journey, uh, each of her recruits underwent a so-called juju witchcraft ceremony, in which they were <laughs> beaten and made to consume the heart of a freshly slaughtered chicken. Mm. Um, a tribal priest. Uh, then uh, forced them to, uh, to make an unshakable promise to send funds to Yamu on pain of enacting the curse. Huh. Yeah. Where was she from originally? Nigeria. Oh, okay, okay. So she was from Nigeria, yeah. and then she was getting these uh, Nigerian women and then bringing them into uh, to Germany. Huh. It was only when a brothel keeper, keeper in Germany in the city of Trier. So is, is prostitution legal throughout Germany? I didn't even know that. I don't know. You know, I knew it was in Hamburg. Mm. I just didn't know because I had a, a friend of mine. Um, he's actually P Town's cousin. He uh, he worked for a for a, a place like he worked in. Uh, I think it was in Hamburg. Mm. And uh, he said his boss one time, like this is crazy. He did sales, and he worked in uh, in Hamburg. And his boss was like, "All right, you guys did a great job this quarter. We're all going to go out and celebrate." Mm. And he basically took him to a brothel and was like. Pick out two hookers of your choice. Maybe it is legal. I mean, it makes sense to have it legal. Dude, you know, could you so. imagine if your boss was like, hey, just pick out two hookers. Have fun. Yeah. God. I mean, dude, we go to like fucking, I don't know, islands and get like a tropical uh, burger. Have you ever had, you've been to islands? Uh, what is that? Oh, God. It's this terrible mm. like tiki themed uh, uh, restaurant. It's a chain restaurant. Oh. But it's like, yeah, you, you go to islands and you get like their hawaiian burger or something mm. and that that to us that's like my boss is like that's that's like the pinnacle of uh success there is taking you to fucking islands god i want now you're making me so fucking hungry dude i did that place is garbage it's mm. gross <laughs> smells like diarrhea um it was only when a brothel keeper in this german city of trier became suspicious about the identity papers of one of the women authorities were alerted and then they found out about the trail of coercion and exploitation mm. So uh, that led back to Yamu, and she was in uh, England, and then they found out about all this. So she was convicted of five counts of arranging travel for sexual exploitation and one charge of perverting the course of justice. Uh, apparently, she would take all this money that she was getting from the victims, and uh, she had a lavish lifestyle. She'd go to Italy to buy like 700-pound pairs of shoes. She owned a mansion in southern Nigeria. But she was living large, this lady, like a true pimp. But I think she's, but in my opinion, she went above and beyond American Pimps. Did you ever see the documentary American Pimp? 
by the Hughes brothers. Yeah, one time a ago. Great documentary, mm-hmm. and it kind of gives you like lays the blueprint for pimping. Mm-hmm. You know, Iceberg Slim. You can read about pimping from him. Snoop Dogg. Yeah. Snoop Dogg teaches you a lot about pimping. These guys pale in comparison to Madame Sandra. Huh. Like she went above and beyond for pimps. You know, after. The, the time oh somebody just said Germany legalized prostitution in 2002 so everywhere in Germany wow uh, yeah yeah well you know right after World War II when we were like occupying it um, they used to call women who would suck your dick for a chocolate bar choco ladies choco ladies yeah and by the way that was basically all women at that time because it was like everyone was starving it was you know yeah. Chocolate so, ladies. You'd think that would be like a woman who would take it, you know, on the other end. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think about that. Makes sense. Mm. Well, you know, definitions mm. change over time. So, shuttling between London and Nigeria, listen to this. This is the length she went to pimp out these girls. Okay. Yamu escorted the woman to a voodoo priest for a ceremony described by one victim as involving being made to drink blood containing worms, then beaten while naked with a live chicken. So... Oh. This guy just like pretty much gives him the worm blood and then beats him with a live chicken. Oh my. The creature was then slaughtered and the woman was forced to consume its heart. Alongside this, the women were cut with a knife or razor blade and black powder was rubbed into their wounds. What was the black powder? So again, I'm getting into him. Okay, okay. Or I'm getting to that. They were told that if they betrayed Madame Sandra, the juju, which is the black powder would impregnate them. Water would flow from their vaginas and men would run away from them. They were told they could not send money home until they'd repaid the money owed to Madame Sandra. And if they broke this promise, the voodoo would impregnate them. That's voodoo a, baby. Voodoo child. Oh my God. That's, yeah, but you think That's how Jimi Hendrix was born. <laughs> that elaborate. Um, and, and you think she'd come up with a better name than Madame fucking Sandra. You know what I mean? Yeah, you think she'd come up with like yeah. some kind of demon name, like that, Madame Maloko or that something. That sounds like a psychic friend you'd call, you know? But how does the voodoo impregnate you? Like voodoo sperm? Yeah, like, um, well, I guess if you're a prostitute, you're having sex with people a lot, right? So I guess. Would, even if you... you. I, I wonder if it's like the black one of your jobs. Well, you, oh, because oh, it's one of your johns? Would impre- Maybe. Well, or maybe the voodoo yeah. would possess the john. You'd be impregnated with yeah. a voodoo baby. Antichrist. I like how it's like water would flow from your vaginas and mm. men would run away from them when you're just pissing all the time. Yeah, I mean, I know a lot of people that watch squirt porn, you know what I mean? So I don't, I don't know if that would make <laughs> you'd men be run, into away, that there. run away, you know? Yeah. Um, a lot of people seem to like that. So. I love the waterworks, all right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, so what I'm saying is like she goes to these lengths, like, you know, the, the ritual with the chicken... You know, the juju curse, the black powder. The pimps here, it's just like, what do they do? Slap a girl? Backhand a girl? Is that pretty much what they do here? They do that. There's a lot of psychological I guess there is some, like, psychological coercion. Probably less ritual magic involved, you know? Yeah, yeah. Maybe, uh, yeah, maybe her pimp hand isn't that strong, but Mm. her voodoo hand is very strong. I mean, voodoo has always been a good way to control people, uh... Uh, Papa Doc Duvalier yeah, yeah. used, you know, uh, voodoo uh, lore to instill fear in the people of Haiti. You know, and that's the thing; it's difficult to understate the power that these ceremonies exert. Because mm. some, I mean, it has a very powerful hold on individuals who believe it. Yeah, and apparently, in Nigeria witchcraft and voodoo and uh, rituals like that are uh, still really effective. Mm. You know, people believe all sorts of things there. 
Um, she used a middleman living in Nigeria in Nigeria to find the women from rural villages. He would take snippets of the of uh, hair from their head and from their pubic hair. Mm. All all these women were aged between twenty four and thirty, and he'd place them in name packages. Um, the women were told, "You have now eaten of the devil, and if you do not pay, the devil will kill you." Hmm. So I don't know if it has to do with that that the pubic hair. Yeah. But hey, somehow that 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 worked there. All right. It makes me think like voodoo is so much cooler than Judaism. Yeah. Like Judaism is just boring. I guess we made golems, which is kind of cool. Yeah. I used to ask my dad to make a golem all the time. Did what did he say? And he's like, "Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> no such thing." And I was like, "I know you. I know you learned that in rabbi school." I will not do that juju ritual. But don't you think they teach that in rabbi school? I'd like to think so. I would you know? think there was like, yeah. maybe he was like, I never took that class. And I was like, so there was a class. He's like, no. And I was like, there must have been there, a golem class. I th- yeah, because it's like J- Jewish mysticism in the Kabbalah. There's like weird bastardized versions of it. I mean, I, I guess you have to read the Zohar, right? He had to read the Zohar. Well, at some he had point. to have read that at one yeah, point. Yeah, the Jewish yeah. mysticism. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I mean, they all do. But mm. my dad was, was just like. He would just deny it completely. Mm. But he denied all that stuff until I could prove him wrong. Like the uh, mm. the Hasidic guys used to suck, you know, the the blood from an infant's penis during right. the circumcision. He was just like, that that's not true. Mm. That's a you know, that's a a story. That's a tale. It's an anti-Semitic tale. And I was mm. like, all right. And I brought out the name Mitzitsa Bipeh, and he was like, mm. okay, all right. Some people do it. Some people did it. So that's what I'm thinking mm. with golems. Dude, wouldn't you make a, like, I don't even know what you would do to a golem, but I would make a golem just to be like, hey, clean my room there, dude. You know, feed my cat. Like, you, you would probably do would, some horrible things to a it golem. It would have some multifaceted purposes, that's for goddamn sure. <laughs> All right. You're yeah. going to find the golem crying yeah. in the corner <laughs> of your room. <laughs> this is my golem. This is my uh, sex homunculus. Uh, Pat. Yeah, that's that's its name. Poor uh, golem. You have to a guy put it out of its misery. <laughs> By the way, there's a guy on the live stream full of all sorts of useful information. Says that ten thousand children believe are believed to be witches on the streets of Nigeria. It's a massive problem. Wow. Yeah. So, so I imagine yeah. witchcraft voodoo probably works very effectively. Yeah. Yeah. So the the nurse here bombarded uh, the women in Germany with phone calls and text messages, complaining that the sums of money she was receiving was too small. Which that's a pimp. That's a common pimp thing to do. Mm. You know, yeah. bitch, better have my money. And uh, then she'd threaten them with voodoo curses or action against their families. One text read, "I warned her. I told her I'm going to give her this week only, and I will send her mother a summons from the voodoo shrine. I will make her mother's life a misery. I have run out of patience." I mean, to me, that's pretty scary. And, and guys, if, if you need anyone to serve a summons from the Voodoo Shrine, I am a licensed process server. Do you have a Voodoo Shrine? Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I kind well, of figured you yeah. did. Uh, the victims who gave evidence to the trial during, uh, in Germany have in the meantime been released from the Juju curse by the same tribal mm. pe- priest who administered it in the first place. <laughs> like, they tracked that guy down, and he was like, all right, I'm going to do a you know, revocation ritual and uh, do it over the phone here. That's fine. You guys are cured. Hmm. God. I mean, it just seems like it just seems like voodoo is just so much cooler than Judaism. What kind of like hoodoo fuckamajigs did she use? Like skulls or just, I think she just used chickens. everything. Skulls, okay. worm blood, yeah. beating some with a what live is chicken. Worm blood, though. That's, I have no idea. Okay. I think it was just blood, probably from it's the some, chicken with a bunch of worms in it, oh, and they so made him drink it. It's like Fear Factor, basically. 
More or less. Yeah, you know, yeah. I wonder if Joe Rogan yeah. is a voodoo pimp. You think so? <laughs> I think he might be, yeah. He probably, I could see that guy is a pretty, you know, he's a pretty intimidating dude. The, yeah, the foundation of voodoo and hoodoo rituals involved Joe Rogan yelling at you. <laughs> so, it's true. It's Joe Rogan berating you. Yeah. Um, drink this worm mm. blood. <laughs> yeah. Or did you ever see in Fear Factor when they, uh, that one, I remember because I tried out for that show. Did you? Yeah, mm. me and uh, my ex, uh, we almost like became the goth couple on the show. This is mm. back in 2010. And then we even got, like, they fit us for like, they, like the harnesses and everything. Mm. And then at the last second, they chose another goth couple who was much more attractive than we were. I mean, she was attractive. I'm not the most attractive guy in the world. But anyway, they chose this other goth couple. I remember watching the show, and there was a, a Fear Factor stunt. And keep mm. in mind, you only get 50 grand. If you win it, you get 50 grand. That's it. Jesus. Not even that much money. Yeah. And so in this stunt, you and, the, and your partner, and it was like some brothers and sisters or couples, mm-hmm. you had to either drink a jar full of horse cum mm-hmm. or a donkey cum actually donkey cum or a jar full of donkey piss so one of you had to drink either one mm. and you had to choose who had to do it Oof. would you do that for 50 grand how big is the jar it was like about that big i mean it was like probably i don't know like yeah a, i'd do it a donkey cum yeah god you're insane i would have been like Fuck i that, wouldn't dude. enjoy it but i'd do it you know <laughs> fuck yeah do you, do you remember that show madhouse or whatever where it was like, Sounds familiar. It's like a vampire and a voodoo priestess and a weird body modification snake man and it's something live all live together and then they had like people and there was this one guy from San Francisco who was this weird guy who swept what, what up in a barber shop. I think it was on Sci-Fi. It was from like wow, this fifteen years ago or something. So it's like um, Big Brother with weirdos. With weirdos, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And a, and a vampire who was pretty funny for a vampire. Um, God, do you think it Lenora was, would cast this show? Yeah, yeah. It was, it, was, uh, it was silly, but it was something. How long was it on for? I don't know if they had more than one season. God, this sounds they great. Had more than one Should season. bring that back. Yeah. Madhouse. Huh. Hmm. Anyway, what do you have here for the second story? All right. All right. Some girls like to run around. Um, so this is sent in from Mac from Newfoundland. Mac. Mac says, Hey guys, I thought I was the first to bring this one to light. It's a hot one. I'm sure Harrison will love this one though. Short teaser. A teen girl takes out her fury on her sexual boyfriend with the help of a machete. Keep up the great work. Y'all give me something to look forward to every week. Isn't that one of your rape fantasies? Yeah. So, so prior, prior to uh, the show, yeah. uh, when we were talking about it, Harrison was just like, Telling me in detail the fantasy you have, but with like, was it like a Bowie knife or something? I, it's not a fantasy. I've done it. Oh, you've done it. <laughs> I, I've been there, man. I've been there, baby. You said it was like, what did you say? It was like uh, uh, jumping from an airplane. It's like if you combine sex and skydiving. Sex and skydiving, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. wow. it was like, and the, I'm going to take be- your word for that. The best thing about it was this happened. The first time it happened, I didn't even ask for it. Like, it was like, we were playing it was playing with this chick you know and she had me handcuffed and I had this Nazi knife which coincidentally I would later get stabbed with oh yeah um, but this was <laughs> it's like this, some foreshadowing this was maybe there. six years ago and all of a sudden she takes this knife and just like holds it to my throat and starts were like were you already playing fucking with me. no we weren't fucking yet oh not yet yeah right. um, and then but she just kept it to my throat all the way up to and through the fucking wow and it was like fucking mmm so this is Eileen mm. Wernos? 
Yeah, it was Eileen Warnos. Okay. <laughs> right after she finished fucking the guy from Fog Hat. Uh, <laughs> you sure can pick him. Yeah, yeah. But no, it was a fantastic experience. God. And um, most, a lot of women aren't comfortable doing it. I haven't really been able to recreate it since. How do you but bring I that up? Are you like, do you say like, hey, you know, um, I'm really into this. Would you just hold a knife to my throat the whole time? Yeah. And what do they say? A lot of times they're afraid like they'll slip and slip my throat by accident. Um, mm. Which could happen. But I have like very tough, like glute cage skin. So it's hard to, you know, <laughs> I, I think it's fine. Um, I mean, I've held a knife to my own throat enough times to know this. So, but I guess some, sometimes it makes them nervous. But I... Uh, That's a hell of a way to go, though. I mean, if, you, if she did slip. Honestly, I mean, a woman brought me into this world. I feel like a woman should take me out of it, you know? Yeah. You know I'm saying? You feel me? You feel me, dog? All right, so we got a story here. A uh, woman accused of threatening ex-boyfriend with machete charged. A Great Falls woman... I'm not sure where that is. Kansas or something? Or I don't know. New, something. Great Falls. Is that Idaho? Uh, sure. Right. With a history of domestic violence against her ex-boyfriend, was charged Friday after she allegedly armed herself with a machete and forced him to have sex with her. What is she? She's a brunette, right? She is. Would you go there with her? Um, let me let me see if I can find. Judging this by that picture, let me see if I can find this lady. Um, where's she? That's what's great about. So uh, mm. we post this show now to YouTube mm. Live, or we do it on YouTube Live. So we post the show to YouTube, yeah. and you can see pictures right. of uh, of all these miscreants that we talk about <laughs> right yeah so if, if i take this out if i take uh this out yeah so th mm. this woman's kind of like yeah. she looks she looks I got like her. diminutive i mean yeah she looks very diminutive i have a picture right now um of her on the screen and uh it's it's bizarre man it's real she, bizarre. But you, look at the psychotic look in her face yeah, yeah yeah that psychotic visage yeah. you could tell she would uh she's serious <laughs> she probably would cut you she looks like do you remember that meme um the the girl where she's like my boyfriend you know she she oh, had that crazy ex-girlfriend one or yeah yeah, whatever. The yeah, yeah yeah the crazy girlfriend one the crazy yeah um like i watch you while you sleep and all that shit you know <laughs> um not surprised that the that the guy here, the victim in this story, is her ex boyfriend. Right. Yeah. However, you probably dated girl more psycho than that. Oh sure, I have. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, you know, I I got I actually got stabbed. Oh so, yeah. Yeah. So let's let's not. Well, this forget. guy might have too. Let's not, not forget this incident. That sir, you know, let's not forget that at all. Um, yeah. So. Bup, 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 bup. Uh, Samantha Ray Mears, 19, uh, faces six new charges, including aggravated burglary, assault with a weapon, unlawful restraint, partner family member assault. That's that's a that's a charge, by the way. Partner it's not, family it's not a member band. assault. Yeah, wow. partner family member <laughs> assault. Uh, it's not a Japanese noise band. Uh, and two PFMA. counts. Yeah, two counts of criminal mischief. Um, in, back in April, she was charged with felony strangulation for allegedly assaulting the same victim. Jesus. Yeah. So this guy, I mean, she had a history of abuse here to mm. this guy. And he just stuck with it. He's like, yeah, you know, she, you know we have so much in common. She loves to watch Westworld. Mm. <laughs> um, uh, the alleged victim in this case uh, told police that he'd come home Friday night and Mears, who had entered the home when no one was there, appeared from behind his bedroom door wielding a machete. Wow, that, now that... Is that part of your fantasy? Is that how it worked when, uh, when you did this with a girl? 
No, no. Or she just surprise you. She didn't. Well, she, she did surprise me, but I I had let her handcuff me. Obviously, you know what I mean. It was a person I trusted. Oh, okay. I didn't know she was going to pull out the knife, but let me tell you, I'm glad she did. You know. <laughs> So she, this woman, broke into this guy's apartment, hid behind a door. So the dude comes home and is like, oh, shit. It's good to know that she's not going to kill you. Like, to know in the back. Yeah, of you, yeah, even though yeah. you're scared, it's good to know. Because, like, what the moment he's describing right here is a moment I've had a few times in my life where you're like, so this is how it ends, huh? You know? Yeah, yeah. With this chick behind the door with a machete. Um, yeah, so the man said... Uh, she held the machete to his neck and ordered him to remove his clothes. After they had sex, the man reportedly tried to push Mears off of him, but she bit him on the arm and continued trying to have sex with him. Well, now physically, how could that happen? She I mean, said, the guy, like, I'm she, assuming he, like, orgasm, so he probably yeah, has, you know, he's yeah. probably losing the erection, so what, does she just keep going? She's like a honey badger, you know? Well, <laughs> bite you and just keep fucking you. <laughs> <laughs> a rabid honey badger. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's a good term for yeah. like a psychotic chick. They like <laughs> hose beast, honey badger. Yeah, honey badger. Um, they began to argue. Mears ripped a large piece of trim off the wall and urinated on the bed. Jesus, this woman is unhinged. She, she's just ticking all the boxes. She's <laughs> just, you know, she, <laughs> she's just. Ticking all the fucking uh, xvideos.com categories here in, in this attack, you know? I think I'd be more upset about the urination on the bed than the yeah. uh, machete to my throat while we were having sex. Yeah. Uh, but, but she fucked up the molding on the wall, too, so that's, <laughs> that's a problem. Uh, at some point, the man heard his sister enter the home, and he texted her to leave the house. Wait a second. He lives with his sister? Is it, was this yeah. a family? How old's this guy? Is he like 17? Well, he's a victim, D, so they don't get into it. They don't, wow, what if the know. guy like lives at home with his parents? He might. Or he might, maybe it's him and his sister are roommates. I don't know. Wow, this makes it even more awkward. Yeah. Um, around, I bet you the sister hated the ex. Oh, sure. Yeah. Around uh, 11 p.m., he called 911. But pre- pre- This is the best part. But pretended to talk to Doug so Mears wouldn't know he was calling for help, police reported. Oh, wow. So wait, was she so holding let's, him so let's hostage? Do it. You pretend like you're calling Doug, but I'll be the, I'll be the I'll 911. I'll be the 911 operator. Okay. Yeah. 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 So I'd be like, uh, 911, what's your emergency? Uh, hey there, um, Doug, How, how's it going? Um, I, uh, you know, I'm having some trouble here with Call of Duty. Sir, my, my name is not Doug, it's Sheila. What is your emergency? Are you in trouble, sir? Can you describe to me the emergency? Uh, Doug, I'm playing Call of Duty, and there's a woman in Call of Duty that uh, has a machete, and she... Doug, you still there? <laughs> guys, we, guys, guys, we have a code 648. Uh, please send the car over. Yeah, I don't know. How, yeah, how the... would he not... like? Well, this woman seems psychotic. She's probably chewing on the molding right now. Um, you know, kicking in the wall and then like defecating on something. So she probably isn't even paying attention. Everyone would have known that's fake because there are no women in Call of Duty. Oh yeah, that's true. Boom, <laughs> done. Right. But I got how stupid is she if that if that actually worked? I don't know, who knows. So hey, Doug. Yeah. So like, but don't like, they trace? They trace your call anyway. So you could just call in there and like say you know the lyrics to like Mine's playing tricks on me, and they would just send somebody out. Yeah, but they're fucking annoying. Like they make you stay on the phone and describe what's happening in detail. What? Okay. What if you did this? What yeah. if you called nine one one? 
left and dropped the phone and he was still on and then like got into an argument with her that should theoretically work yeah yeah i I mean doug it's like what are you gonna do with doug (laughs) but these yeah they, they like even if you're like you know my mother just died in my arm she got stabbed they're like how big is the knife wound, sir? Can you tell me what color is the sky right now? Like, and you just have to answer all these questions. And you're so like, I don't get it. Though she was holding him hostage. Yeah, this guy. I, sw- I swear to God, this mm. guy must be a total like emo puss. I mean, she's like five foot tall. Like she's tiny. Even with a machete, it's like I still wouldn't be scared of that. Yeah, but what are you gonna do? I would just leave the room. Okay. <laughs> and then if she did something, I'd she's probably... already bit. Like she's clearly somebody that would just, you know, doesn't have a lot of. Yeah, and I'd control. punch her in the face. Okay. It's like I mean, I, I... and then you'd be in prison for domestic assault. You'd both the, the get girl has a, a machete. Doesn't matter. That's how these things go. Yeah, I you guess know? that is true. I'd probably yeah. just leave the house. Like then. when I was being attacked, I was very, very careful not to fucking. Yeah, I guess you can punch her in the face because she's already psycho. Yeah. yeah, what I would probably do is just leave, just run out of the room, leave the house, go to a neighbor, and call the police. Yeah, you that's know? a good idea. Um, so uh, the alleged victim and his sister reportedly fled the home just as police arrived. So they did manage to leave. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I like how she lets him call Doug in the middle of her weird rape <laughs> hostage situation. Hey, can I call Doug first? Oh, yeah. How is Doug? But yeah, ask him how he is. Tell him hi. You know? Uh, great you Paul. Pretended to call like Little Caesars or something. Yeah, yeah. Like order a pizza, but use code words. God, I love this picture of her. And, and she's wearing two different outfits in the same webcam. She's got the same exact expression. You know, the listener who sent she's... this in was dead on. This is like Harrison's like wet dream here. This is, yeah. I mean, this is like ero- reading erotica for me. This is Yeah, you're going to go home tonight and bust out the feathers. Oh. <laughs> I had to put that. What do feathers even have to do with this? I have no idea Honestly, what to do with feathers. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna stick a feather in your fucking jugular vein, and then you're gonna get impetigo because bird feathers. Are, there's a lot of disease on them. So yeah, they're dirty animals. Yeah, they are. Um, so uh, in April, back in April, Mears was charged with felony strangulation of a partner after another argument escalated at the victim's home. Um, in that case, Mears had grabbed his hair and hit him in the face. The man was able to get Mears off him, but was hesitant about physically protecting himself as he thought he would get into legal trouble if he did. Oh, that's, that's, you know, you yeah. got to think about it. I, guess I haven't yeah. dated enough psychos to yeah. do that, but yeah, that's true. Yeah. Like, that's all you need, like, you know, a Jezebel article about how you're a, demu- so, you know, a domestic abuser. You this woman's clearly a psycho. Yeah. If you get attacked by a woman, you can't mm. defend, you just have to stop them. That's how I was raised. Well, yeah, I guess yeah. you can't, like, uh, well, I mean, what if she's coming at you with a knife? Even then, you probably can't do anything. Not really. I remember, uh, this was like maybe three or four years mm. ago, I was recording a podcast. Mm. And while I was recording the podcast, I think people who might have listened to that episode might have heard us talking about it. There was all this noise coming. It was in my, in my old apartment. There was all this noise coming from across the alley. And then uh, I remember Wackley was like, what's going on? And I'm like, mm. I don't know. And I looked out the window and there's this guy <laughs> who lived there with this younger woman. And uh, yeah, she was going fucking nuts. She like screaming at him. She smashed through the window, punched through the window. There's blood all over the window. She was like throwing glass at the guy. And then she just started attacking him. And the dude just kind of used this technique where he didn't hit her, but he sort of put his arms together and just sort of like pushed her out of the house. Like just pushed her out. He opened the front door and just pushed her outside. It wasn't like he didn't hit her. 
He yeah. didn't grab her. He just sort of like put his arms together and just sort of like crossed his arms and sort of pushed her physically just with his body out. Wow. And then slammed the door and locked it. That's smart. I once tricked a woman that was threatening me with a knife out of my apartment. How'd you do that? Because um, I actually did think she was going to kill me. Uh, where I just, I talked her down. I was like, hey, that's all good. Blah, blah, blah. Let's just, you know, let's just, come, let's just go get a drink down that place, the place down the block. And then we started leaving. And then as soon as we stepped out the door, I ran back in the door. You the, psych? Yeah, like, like on the f- <laughs> beginning of the Flintstones when Frank gets shut out of the house, you know? It was like a total Bugs Bunny move. <laughs> I was about to say. Yeah, and then I just locked the door. She's like, God damn you! <laughs> you know? By the way, there's a guy on the, the live stream here, on the live stream chat, Oleg Builov. Oleg. Yeah, and he says, she looks like 10-year-old. You Americans are such pussies. Yeah, you know, I agree He's with Oleg. He's apparently the bad guy from Rocky Four. I agree with Oleg, but now III. I'm actually reconsidering whether mm. or not, I don't think I'd punch her in the face. I think yeah. I'd be, yeah, because if you do anything, mm. cops come, then she's like, he attacked me, I was protecting yeah. myself. Who are they going to believe? Because what, here's what happened when the cops showed up to my house. They arrested her, and um, well, yeah, because you were bleeding. I was bleeding, and but it, but if she had had any, if she had like a black her, eye or something, would have gotten arrested. You yeah, know? you're right. So God, yeah, you have to be careful. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. There you go. Um, ba, ba, ba. So guess who didn't have to spend two days in jail? Me. You know. <laughs> so <laughs> so anyway, the, the uh, person who she abused previously was that the same victim? Uh, yep. And um, according to court documents, she uh, grabbed his hair and hit him in the face. Uh, he was able to get mirrors off him, but was hesitant about physical... Oh, yeah, I already said that. Um, but the mirrors began strangling him by pressing her thumbs on his windpipe. God, this woman's such a psycho. And they'd been in a relationship for seven years. Wow. It, yeah. The sister must have hated this Yeah, girl. yeah, yeah. Could you imagine how awkward Thanksgiving was? And that's like a serious way to strangle somebody like like on the windpipe because i remember one time there was this chick i used to uh i don't know we weren't dating but we'd fuck every now and then and um every now and then she'd be dominant but like you know i like or or i just i told her i like to be choked or something but at one point she just came up behind me and did like a fucking israeli chokehold like a krav maga thing yeah and almost crushed my fucking windpipe because it's one thing to like grab the throat and squeeze like that another thing if you do just do back like arm back you're gonna fucking crush a wimp she did it crush kill my your boner windpipe. yeah it did because <laughs> she almost, it totally did you blew it yeah. i mean she she almost you know permanently killed my god-given radio voice you know yeah 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 that's fucking that would have been a tragedy yeah Wow. Jesus fucking Christ. So anyway, I guess I assume yeah. she's uh, probably arrested, and now the guy is free from this harpy. Yes, he is. Okay, well, let's see. It sounds to me like this guy, this guy's like an abused, uh, like an abused spouse. You know? Yeah. Like yeah. An abused spouse. So I wonder if the next girl he picks, he probably likes girls with violent tendencies. Well, one's more, one, one man's trash is another man's treasure, D. Let's not forget yeah. that. You know? It sounds like it. Wow. One man's poison is another man's meat. One man's agony is another man's treat. I bet you this this woman, she gets off on that for sure. Think like so? I don't think this is a a sex. I I don't think she only you know abuses her partner during sex. I think she gets off on it. She gets off on the power. She maybe. Oh yeah, she did. Well, she had yeah. She made them have, made him have sex. So yeah, I guess yeah. you're right. Wow. God, this. That is a, it's a weird fetish right there. I and I don't even think I've seen a porn like that, which is weird. 
with a machete where she's pissing machete, on a mattress, a well, chewing okay. on the molding. No, that's too many. <laughs> that would that would that would like short circuit Pornhub's algorithm or something. You know, like I, 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 I too many fucking. Tags, I would be like, you, you had know? to ruin my mattress. Yeah, now I'm not going to yeah. be able to sleep on that. God. We're breaking up. She's very territorial. <laughs> People, send your stories. They're on podcast at ahamna.com. We have some phone calls coming up next. 323-522-4032 is that number. But first, here's a word from Adam and Eve. It's butt plug month on adamandeve.com. Show that you still care by bringing something new into the bedroom. And by something new, I mean a butt plug. Because if you order right now and use coupon code DIDDLE, you get 50% off your first item, a gift so sensual I can't even tell you about it on this podcast that talks about murder and bukkake, and on top of all of that, free shipping. Support Sick and Wrong by supporting our sponsor, adamandeve.com, and making a purchase with coupon code DIDDLE. That's D-I-D-D-L-E. So we got a few phone calls to get to. Sick and Wrong hotline, 323-522-4032. Uh, we have some great calls this week. Some great calls. We have um, an update about the Marshall Islands. Boner villain, call- Boner villain has become unhinged. <laughs> he called like six or seven times. Yeah. And I'm going to play a couple of his calls, but like, I don't know what's going on with that guy. Whoever called in last week that called that came up with the name Boner Villain, yeah. who uh, was going off on him, really set uh, set him off. Hmm. Yeah, he's he's yeah, I heard, unhinged. I heard he's he's been re reading and rereading Catcher in the Rye also. So, uh, dude, he's full mm-hmm. on Travis Bickle mm-hmm. right yeah. now. He is in Bickle mode. But anyway, the first call we have here is uh, is uh, from Tony mm-hmm. with another Marshall Island story. All right. Hi, um, this is Tony again. You're a very overworked and underpaid ex-Marsh Islands reporter. Um, something to clear up. You can visit the Marsh Islands, just certain areas are off limits, so I suggest you become the first podcrafters to broadcast from there. Um, yeah. I'm not sure how many of my stories are going to meet your very high journalistic standards, but Did I think a pretty this good one job will, so far. I'm calling it um, Incest is Best. Um, anyway, I met these two one night. And they were young. Um, one was 17. The other was a couple years younger. Um, oh, God. <laughs> are we allowed to broadcast this? <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, here comes the indictment. Yeah. You know? Okay. Wait, he said there were two what? They were Islanders? Yeah. Okay, one okay. was 17 and one was 15. <sighs> Tony, Tony, Tony. God, Tony. Remember Tony, Tony, Tony? Oh, yeah. Yeah. What was I'm trying what to was think of what their song was? Hmm. God, I have to think about that. Yeah, yeah. All right, well. And anyway, these, the Marshallese, they're pretty, very, one thing I like about them, they're very laid back about sex. Um, none of this, you know, wait to the second date kind of bullshit there. And um, they started young, too. You know, we would say the, the Marshallese version was an ugly six-year-old who ran faster than her brothers. <laughs> what? Wow. <laughs> Wait, what was he saying? An ugly six-year-old? He said a marsh, a marshling, I guess whatever they call the Marshall Island people, virgin is an ugly six-year-old that runs Dude, faster, runs than, faster her brothers. than her brothers. Wow. God. It's a creepy island. Jesus Christ. Very that's, Game of Thrones. That's like, yeah. Okay. It's like the Targaryens. <laughs> Think of having another spiritual collapse. Can you give an example? I guess years ago, this well before I was there, they used to send the young girls to this island called Arno to, to train them in the finer arts of lovemaking. Um, Wait, they go to an island called Arnold? 
Like Arnold. You must go to the mystical Isle of Arnold. Do you think they named mm. this island before or after Predator was released? <laughs> like they love Predator so much. We're going to yeah. name the mm. sex island mm. Arnold. Yeah, before that, it was called Allen because they yeah. really liked the Alan Parsons project. <laughs> they liked Alan all that. Yeah, yeah. And then it was Arnold Schwarzenegger. Do you think Arnold Schwarzenegger is the one that teaches them about the lovemaking? Ugh, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Sorry, Harrison, though. It wasn't the kind of, you know, you know, you know, you know, um, anal dildos wrapped in razor wire, whatever you're into, but... <laughs> I'm not the bad guy from Human Centipede, all right? Come on. <laughs> Jesus Christ. They did train them. Anyway, back to this tube. Um, I took them to a hotel, and um, the younger one, she just you know, laid and slept next to us and pretended to sleep. I think she just wanted a place to sleep that night. And um, did this 70-year-old. And um, I wasn't expecting anything like popping the cherries or anything like that, but I was kind of surprised how how casual and broken in she was um <laughs> broken anyway in. i i told this marshallese guy the story about her you know a few days later and he stops and thinks about it for a second he goes oh well because maybe you know her father was you know having sex with her from a young age and that's why she's so you know broken in oh i'm like God. oh you know that's what we call incest um do you have any more you know any stories about that kind of stuff and so I thought he was just saying, do you have any more like, like girls? Her, yeah. <laughs> do you have any more like her? Jesus, Tony. My God. Deviant. Well, I guess when you sell like fucking, you know, uh, test nerve gas for the military on behalf yeah. of the Rand Corporation <laughs> on these people, you probably don't have a lot of scruples. As yeah. The, you know, yeah. the one thing I don't get yeah. So he meets these two girls, young mm. sisters. I imagine set, there is probably no. no 17, it's probably legal. Yeah, yeah, seventeen. I, I was saying I mean, there's probably no legal age of, in a lot of states. Yeah, there's probably so. no age of consent, yeah, obviously, on the right. Marshall Islands. Yeah. But the weird thing is, he brings them back to the hotel, and the one just kind of is just laying in bed. And well, this is a theme. Remember last time? Remember the last story? Oh yeah, because the, 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 the whole family. A, yeah, the whole family was in the hut. I gotta say, so it's like they just have sex and the whole family's there. They don't have hangups, man. Well, you know? I'm impressed yeah. by Tony. Like, why doesn't this guy do porn? He can perform in any situation. Really yeah. Like, I would have so many. Mm. I have so many neuroses mm. and anxieties. Like, I would just be sitting there, like, well, this is weird. There's yeah. a girl right here sleeping. That's your younger sister. <laughs> We're right over here. I can't perform mm. in this. I would have all sorts of issues. Tony's like, fuck it. Can you please turn and face the other way? <laughs> Go in the bathroom yeah. and sit in the bathtub, and we'll be done in about three minutes. Tony, on the other hand, Jesus. Yeah. God, you should do porn. Jesus Christ. This is like, you know, sounds like a, a, Ariel Castro did a one-man show or something. It started, to, like, <laughs> it started to disturb me. He told me about his neighbor, and it was, um, I guess it was well known in his neighborhood that there was a mother and son that were going at it and you can hear him every morning so one morning he said he went outside their house <laughs> you can hear him every you can morning just hear it it's like an alarm mm. clock there is a place on the marshall islands where <laughs> every morning you'll eat fresh gooseberries and you'll hear a certain mother banging her son <laughs> <laughs> they're hot you know they lived in really flimsy kind of places. And um, 
he said, you know, sure enough, he could hear him going at it hot and heavy. <laughs> and, hot and heavy. Um, the funny thing about it, you know, the way he told the story, you know, I can tell you, he didn't improve, he didn't approve of it. He was a little bit maybe disgusted, but you know he wasn't like that surprised and wasn't really that shocked. And of course, you know, he didn't do anything like call the police or anything like that. It's just you know, they're friends. Because the police is like a dog in a hat on that island, right? They probably <laughs> yeah. don't have them. Why do they even have that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, do you ever do you remember Prairie Home Companion? Uh, Garrison you, Keeler. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think he oh. should, I think Tony should do yeah. Marshall Island Companion yeah. and just basically tell his stories and just do his own radio yeah. show. I, I think this would be great. Maybe we should produce this. Yeah. In Lake Wobegon, <laughs> the ugliest six-year-old faster than her brothers is what we call a virgin. I forget how his voice went since he got me too. Yeah. They're family bonding, I guess. So anyway... That's what I have. Later. That creepy breathing, the heavy it's like breathing a train at the end. Wreck. I can't look away from. Yeah, Jesus. To- I call. feel like I feel weird mm. after listening to that. Don't you? What is it? That was kind of weird. It was very disturbing. It was very disturbing. Yeah, it was extremely disturbing. I mean, it was just like you know. It's I not- mean, don't stop calling Tony, please. No, but- no, I want to hear more, yeah, Tony. Yeah. I want to hear Marshall Island Companion. <laughs> I want to gaze into the fucking abyss until it starts gazing into me. God, you know? yeah, mm. yeah. I felt like I could feel the abyss with that call. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man! What a weird. Yeah, what, mm. I mean, wasn't Tony concerned that he? I hope he wore a condom because what would happen if you impregnate one of them? The Marshlings. Uh, probably something similar to what happens at the end of Todd Browning's Freaks. <laughs> <laughs> One of they, us. Yeah, Weeble make... wobble. <laughs> All right. The next call, speaking of uh, Todd Browning's Freaks, mm. here's the boner villain okay. with his, uh, I, don't, I don't want to say what type of weapon it is, mm. but yeah, listen to this. Boner villain called like seven or eight times and made several phone calls that sounded just like this. Okay. Batman villain, full-on killer style. <laughs> oh, that's an AK-47, by the way. Well... <laughs> <laughs> the fact that you have to say that takes all the gravitas away from it but well i was wondering what was going on mm-hmm. i thought he's like masturbating to child porn or something <laughs> <laughs> yeah who knows i thought he was putting his groceries away at first um, yeah i couldn't really tell what was yeah. going on uh don't you know that real american shoots an ar-15 nowadays <laughs> yep. ak-47 well that's downright bolshevism where do you think boner villain got an ak-47 it's a good question I, I, I don't think it's real, personally. Mm, but. You don't? Yeah, maybe. I'm not, I'm not sure. Yeah, very a, intimidating, a Saudi though. Saudi prince? I don't know. Yeah, very know. intimidating. Mm. Um, so there you go. Bonerville called in. But he did several calls like this. Mm. Some, of the, some of the Bonerville calls, I don't know if it's his connection on his phone or maybe wherever he is, but it's like it cuts out too much. You just can't even understand what's going on. Mm. Um, this next call, though, when he did call back, he addresses the guy from last week. Mm. Hey, it's Batman Villain. To the person who doesn't matter who brought me here, 
called me Mike Rotundo. I'm going to call you Frat Boy Rapist. Frat now, Boy Rapist. Re refresh my memory. Who? Oh, this is the guy who's like, who had all the sick burns for well, he him. He coined the term Bona Villain. Right. Yeah, yeah. And he called him like oh, Mike Rotundo. He, and he brushes his mother's hair for oh, no. of violence or something. <laughs> I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. You're probably a frat boy. You sound like a frat boy. You probably raped a woman in your life. Hi. Good luck, frat boy rapist. Goodbye. All right. Well, that's it for another installation of random incel threats. Wait, that was it? That yeah. was uh, the whole call? Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm telling you. They were, mm. like, very short. Mm. And he called in, like, several times. Mm. You know? Sounds like that guy. It's like that guy that shot up the newspaper the other day. Oh yeah, yeah, that guy. Awesome. You know that guy was stalking yeah. a girl he went to high school with. Yeah, like twenty five years later. Mm. And so then the reporter wrote about or covered the trial, and that's why he had this vendetta. And he, he had that look that was like, "I'm a computer programmer in 1996." Look, that's <laughs> yeah, what that with that, look was. that with kind of long hair, the beard, hair. like yeah, the yeah. goatee. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's the thing with. Um, it's like who the fuck. Who the fuck has a grudge against a newspaper? Who yeah. Who reads a newspaper? Like, who even cares? Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's like, the thing. I, I, with, that telegraph office, I'm going to get them. Oh, I don't like them. That, that's the thing with Boner mm. Villain. He reminds you of the type of guy who wishes we had some kind of zombie apocalypse so he could be the governor of his own community or, like, be right. Negan or something. Yeah. Don't you think? It's yes. like, I think that is a fantasy to Boner Villain. Mm -hmm. Because in this life, he's just kind of, yeah, this, like, sort of nerdy dude who maybe collects guns mm. and combs his mother's hair or whatever. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> but I do I, I do appreciate Bonavillain's calls because he calls mm. in a lot and he's, he definitely... I'm going to play some maybe some more next week or on Patreon or whatever. But yeah, like, but Bonavillain, make sure your reception is better so we can understand you. Because some of the calls, I'm like, God, we're missing some gold here. Yeah. You know? Uh, last call we have here. I'm hoping to see this guy at the Fringe Festival... When we play Scotland. Mm. Um, he calls in about an incident that happened on the bus. Okay. Hey, what's up there, second row? Hey, I've got a phoning in with a, uh, a story for you. And I'm looking story. forward to hearing Harrison's story about the he got up there with his dad wanking uh, yurt uh, on his on his wee retreat there. <laughs> <laughs> wanking in a yurt. How much longer am I gonna have to deal with this? Honestly. <laughs> I was saying that last week yeah. when uh, I had Wacker on the show. I was like, yeah, I think last time I said he went to like a masturbation retreat or something. And I was surprised at how many people <laughs> believe that. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, I think that says more about me than it says yeah, about Yeah, I was them, about to say, I was like, I think but, it's more of a testament mm. to your character. Like they think that was yeah. something you would actually do. Yeah. Hey, are you there yet, Harrison? Have you found spiritual enlightenment? <laughs> That should be good. Uh, your standing boy last week was pretty good. Enjoyed uh, enjoyed his banter. Despite coming from England, he was he was quite funny. And uh, having no interest in football or soccer, as you would call it, uh, he did a good job filling in there. So uh, this week, actually, yesterday, I spoke to that guy, Lee, from uh, mm. Gatsby's England podcast. And he's in Russia right now mm. covering the World Cup. So I'm going to probably post that to Patreon. Another reason to sign up to Patreon. Um, but I'm going to put the whole 20-minute call. I record the whole thing. And he's talking about the these unbelievable prostitutes. They're so stunning. He was like some of the most beautiful women in the world. He's like are in Moscow right now. And I was asking him, I'm like, so have you taken advantage? He goes, 
I'm not going to say I did, but I know some people that might have. And I'm like, yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, when I was in Kiev, it would be like 10% of the girls you'd see on the street basically just looked like Cara Delevingne, you know? Yeah, yeah. just like they're just beautiful. Yeah. Although he did say their teeth were pretty fucked up. Mm. So it's like these beautiful women with just fucked up teeth. Mm. But anyway, I get into that, and he talks a little bit about covering uh, the World Cup. So I'm going to post that to Patreon, but pretty interesting call. Okay. Anyhow, on with the story. As I say, I live in a, a small town between sort of Glasgow and Edinburgh, and I worked as a therapist for a while uh, in a care home. And we had one gentleman who was out on a, on a, visit, on a trip with a, a colleague of mine coming back on the, on the bus. And this guy had a, what we call special needs a cognitive impairment, intellectually disabled, uh, mentally retarded. I think in last week's episode, at one point you referred to it as differently bodied. Which <laughs> What does that which even I mean? It doesn't mean anything, but that was my favorite one. Differently bodied? Yeah, that's what you said. <laughs> that makes no sense. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I was listening during my 22-hour train ride. God. Tundo, as you would call him, uh, a very sound guy though, he believed his real dad was John Wayne and that uh, actually he wasn't needing care in a care home, he was actually under deep cover, he was actually a cop, he's an undercover cop. You say he, he thought his dog was John Wayne? No, his dad. Oh, his dad. I, I was wondering yeah. too, he said dad, but I, I, right. I, yeah, I was wondering that too. This sounds like, uh, you ever see Bubba Hotep? Yeah. Yeah, with that Bruce uh, Bruce Campbell, yeah. where he's like Elvis in mm. this uh, nursing home. It kind of sounds like a similar situation. Sure. That was his background story. Anyhow, uh, my colleague was on the bus with this child coming home, and he was shuffling about in his seat. And before she could figure out what the hell was going on, he stuffed his hand in the back of his pants and his trousers and pulled out something and presented it to her in her hand, cupped hand, and it was a large dot of shite. Uh, but the size of a duck egg. <coughs> <laughs> oh, duck egg's not that big. Right? Duck egg, yeah, okay. Dude, it's a turd the size of a... That's still pretty disgusting. Duck egg's pretty much the size, same size as a chicken egg. Yeah, but I mean, it's that's still, a, yeah. a sizable turd. Okay. Right. And plus, like, what the fuck? Why are there... Aren't there, like, long vans or short buses that they should be on? Not, like, public buses? What the fuck's going on in Scotland? Like, in the U.S., these people would be on special vans. Any vet, any bus they want. I don't. You think... lived in San Francisco, okay? Well, no, yeah, you'd see some gross stuff yeah, in San Francisco. Come on, yeah, I remember half seeing... of the people are meant should be mental patients. We just don't have mental hospitals anymore. But I'm saying, Reagan if you're transporting yeah. a mental patient, mm. I figured you'd have specific like vans or vehicles mm -hmm. to transport them. I didn't think you'd be like, oh, I'm just going to go on the bus. Mm -hmm. Who knows what they might do? Isn't it a liability? Fucking George Wallace over here. Wow. <laughs> okay. Get in the mm -hmm. back, mm -hmm. you rotundo. Mm -hmm. She was horrified. And a bus that was pretty packed. Oh and no one else seemed to have noticed this point. But before she could figure what she was going to do, he leant forward and plopped into the open handbag of the woman sitting in front of him. And then presented him her, sorry, his shitty hand as if to say, well, I've done solved the first bit what they do with a shitty hand. <laughs> yeah. So uh, she was sweating a bit. And we discussed it afterwards. And she did the only thing that anyone with any sense could do. Uh, she hissed in his ear, put your hand in your pocket and don't say another word, which he duly could... Wait, she pissed in his ear? 
Or he or whispered in his whispered ear. Whispered in his ear. It sounded like he he said piss. He probably did, but it's probably just some. Is that like some Scottish slang? Yeah, it's probably just some Scottish slang. I don't know the Scottish people are capable of some crazy shit. I've seen yeah. the show Brave. I've seen the movie Braveheart twice. <laughs> you know, uh, but so wait, so she just like you know got mad at him and rebuked him. Yeah, but she said put his hand away. Like it seems like. Well, it sounds like the guy's like she I got you a present. Oh, I see. And then like put the. The, was she with him or was she, she was just a random? Yeah, she was escorting oh, him. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah, she All was right. the, she was his sense. keeper. That makes so sense. So the keeper puts him on the bus, which is like, okay. if you ask me, she should be fired because she should be in like a short bus or a long van. That's what you, you transport rotundos <laughs> in. You don't put them on like public transportation. Is it a short bus or is it a long van? <laughs> it's is, either one. Is it Yanny or is it Laurel, you know? <laughs> Right, uh, she's busy, then they bing the bell uh, furiously and uh, go off the next stop to the suite. All the while this smell is wafting around the bus. Oh my god. Uh, and basically, I know, uh, just this horrendous smell. <laughs> she, she gets off the bus and, uh, yeah, walks back home with a, a boy with a shitty hand in his pocket. So there we go. And, uh, doesn't look back uh, and doesn't clock the woman there either. She didn't, didn't notice. And afterwards, we had a big discussion about whether uh, she would have noticed before she put her hand in her bag for for her keys. I kind of hope so. Oh my God! She was the woman didn't even know. Dog uh, shot in her handbag as well. But uh, there we go. Okay, three minutes. That's me. I'm up. See you there. Bye. Well, so the woman didn't. Even, the victim didn't even know. Did the duck ever hatch? Is my question. <laughs> You know, yeah. this is kind of brilliant because if I was the keeper mm. of this rotundo and I was on the bus and that happened, we dumped a turd. If she didn't notice, I wouldn't say anything either. Yeah, yeah. Would yeah. you just get the fuck off the bus? Oh, yeah. I mean, what are you going to say? Like, excuse me, miss, excuse me. Um, my friend here <laughs> gave you a brown gift. Yeah, I, you yeah, know, yeah, I don't yeah. know what you're going to say. I mean, the woman would freak the fuck out on you. Gave you a brown <laughs> yeah, gift. I don't know. I mean, it's just. What are you supposed to do? But could you imagine the horror when you get home mm -hmm. and you mm -hmm. like open up your handbag to get like some chewing gum or something? Yeah. And some chewing gum. Some as they chewing say. gum. Yeah. And that's what you find. Mm. I don't know. Wouldn't you want to get revenge? On a on a on a differently abled gentleman? <laughs> well, I just don't know. I don't. I would think of, I would be so upset. Yeah. That I don't know what I would do. At that point. Yeah. I mean, I guess, what are you supposed to do? You didn't probably see it happen. Yeah. That guy's pretty slick, though. I've never, I've never done anything like that. You know, I, I used to think it was kind that of funny. That surprises me. <laughs> well, I used to think it was kind of funny. You're a savage. I, I used to think it was kind of funny when I was in high school to get kind of stoned and go to the supermarket and take, like, mass and guild douches and just kind of slip into people's carts mm. you know just kind of just just random things like condoms or oh, whatever that's fun. sure yeah but i could never imagine like you know slipping a turd into someone's handbag i never would have thought of doing that right well uh maybe i'll give you a transorbital lobotomy one day and then you will think of doing something like that what i'm saying is maybe mm. this rotundo should be a member of jackass <laughs> because i would watch that yeah yeah, that'd be right. great. Anyway, mm. thank you, uh, Scottish guy, for calling in and uh, telling us that story. And also, I love the uh, the demonstration of Harrison's dad masturbating in a yurt. <laughs> 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 you gotta come see us in Edinburgh. 
You know, get a, get on the list for that. Yeah. Uh, people, call the Signal Hotline, 323 522 4032. We got to get out of here. Best way to support the show is by becoming a Sick and Wrong patron. Just go to patreon.com slash sick and wrong. We are posting new things all week. I posted uh, all the uh, time. year five of the archives. We have uh, extra video content coming up there. We have uh, the bonus story. The news story for this week is something you probably want to check out. Mm. Uh, I'm just going to read the headline. Pregnant woman had boyfriend punch her stomach repeatedly, killing baby. That's the story we're going to do for Patreon. So you want to check it out. It's, it's going to be the new abortion in a few years. <laughs> yeah. You know, now, that, uh, now that we have a conservative, a completely conservative Supreme Court, Roe versus Wade's going away, that's how you're going to be able to abort a baby. I think when they do outlaw abortion, I might. it's a career opportunity there for me. Just punching? Abortion coyote. Yeah. Shuttling my work. them around to abortion doctors. Oh, like underground abortion clinics? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you were going to do the abortion yourself. Like <laughs> push him down no. a staircase yep. or something. <laughs> Just a nice punch in the yeah, stomach. Here's a milkshake. Anyway. It's got cow abortion pills in it. That's the type of fare you'll mm. get on the sick and wrong Patreon page. Yeah. So go to patreon.com slash sick and wrong. Sign up today. We appreciate it. Also, if you want some sick and wrong merch, if you're into that, go to sick and slash store and uh, click on the picture of the post. Patreon is the best way to support sick and wrong. A lot of people thought that the best way to support sick and wrong was to broadcast sweet meats to the jackals of Kilimanjaro, but nope, it's Patreon. No. Support us there. Yep. I know some people are saying they want to name their firstborn Harrison, but no, seriously. Mm-hmm. So support us via Patreon. Yeah. That's that's the way, the best way to support the show. Uh, Sick Rock Song of the Week is another another musician died. Of course, every week. Yeah, every I, mean, week. I, th- I think it's because I'm getting so old now that all the musicians that I like are dying off. Yeah, uh, Steve Soto who uh, founded the iconic punk band uh, The Adolescents and played in a series of bands, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, including Agent Orange, uh, Manic Hispanic. He died uh, uh, just this past week. He was only 54. I died of natural causes at his home in Orange County. Are there any conspiracy theories on the internet about it? I don't think Steve Soto is that famous. Yeah, yeah. You know? I, um, I hate... I, you know, it's so weird because, like, you know, Tentacion, everyone's like, he's, he faked his death, you know? And obviously they say that about Tupac, and obviously they said that about Elvis... Yeah, yeah. But there's someone like nobody ever said like Kurt Cobain faked his death. You know, that there was were theories on were Kurt there? Cobain though. I mean, yeah. there was a conspiracy that oh, Courtney killed him. Yeah, but the Kurt never, and Courtney yeah. movie. Remember, nobody's that? like oh, Elliot Smith faked his own death. Nobody, you know what I mean? <laughs> did that guy get stabbed in the heart? Yeah, but there was theories about that though that he committed suicide versus he got stabbed by his girlfriend. Uh, yeah, it's undecided. Yeah, it's undecided. The but anyway, Steve Soto died of natural causes. He played bass in Agent Orange, which he co-founded in 1979, uh, one of the first bands to combine punk rock and surf music. And then he also, a year later, left Agent Orange, founded the Adolescents, who released like eight albums. So we're going to end the show here with a uh, great song, Bloodstains by Agent Orange. Got uh, Steve Soto playing bass on that. Rest in peace, Steve Soto. Uh, people will be back next week with episode 542. Till then, take it sleazy.
ஆர் நன்றி வணக்கம் That's bad. I'm going to go on.